0: Hey friends, it's Mary from Moms Meet World. Before we get started on this fun interview with a mom of 10 who can help you with a lot of interesting ideas, um, I just want to let you know a couple things. One, how grateful I am that we are now number 11 in the list of 90 mom podcasts you must listen to in 2022. Uh, you know, they do those lists and I think it's, a total miracle that we're even on that list because I don't have a regular transcript but that's okay and we don't really advertise but but anyway whatever you guys are so wonderful all over the world thank you for being such loyal listeners number two um, there is a book out there called The Pursuit of Happiness H-A-P-P-I capital N-E-S-T it's a book about how to build strong families using Latter Day Saint methods they're experts in the field of family building uh, without actually becoming a Latter-day Saint. It's funny. It's informative. I, I, I know the book pretty well because I actually wrote it. Um, and you can get it from Cedar Fort uh, fort.com. You can actually get it a lot of places, but the best place I think for the price is this Cedar Fort, the publishing company, because they also sell all these children's books. And I was noticing that some of them are like right now, like $2.99. And on top of that, are you ready for this? They're offering a 35% discount code on your entire order, 35%. That's a screaming deal especially right now when we're trying to buy gifts for people um the pursuit of happiness makes a fun and funny gift for anybody and all these children's books guys and there's other things there too so maybe check that out oh the code it's nv like nancy victor or november think of november nv35 you can put that in your order uh and let's get right to our interview thanks Hey friends, you've found Moms Meet World. If you're brand new, welcome. We're so glad you're here. And if you've been with us for a long time, welcome back. We're always your friends here at Moms Meet World, and we're meeting a lot of moms. I'm excited. I'm so excited to meet this new mom, Laura Hernandez, today. Lara is a mother of 10, and she truly honors uh, the statement that I was reading this morning that motherhood is the highest and holiest service to be assumed by mankind. And she's really thoughtful in in, uh, honoring mothering. Again, she's the mother of 10. She had, see if I get this right, Laura, she had four children and then she added six more in a very short amount of time, three biological and three adopted. Is that correct, Laura? That is correct. Yeah. I can just blown away by that. And three of those children, I think are special needs, right? The, the adopted children. Yes, they are. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit? Well, let me just back up for a second. Uh, friends, hang on for more towards the end, because we're going to talk about some awesome things that Laura is offering to moms to help them with their calling and with their jobs. And so that's super exciting. So buckle up, but first let's get the background on
1: where this all came from. So how did you end up with these 10 kids? Well, can I first say? Thank you so much for having me on. And that was the kindest thing. I oh. feel like I don't stand up to that in the slightest bit. And so I just <laughs> it was, it feels very humbling to hear you say, <laughs> to hear you say that. Wow, um, Yeah. So we, my husband and I always knew we wanted to adopt and uh, we had our first three biological. And then after that, he was like, we need to go ahead and adopt. Cause I don't, if we actually have another kid, I don't, I don't think I can do anymore, which is humorous now because we have 10 and he was scared <laughs> of four. Um, but we went to an adoption class <laughs> at our church and we kind of learned about all the ins and outs of all the different kinds of adoption. And I had wanted to adopt from Africa and he wanted to adopt from China. And so we're like, we need to get on the same page. And one of our friends got up. They weren't our friends at the time, but they got up and they were speaking about foster care and we both looked at each other and we go, Oh crap. Cause we knew that that's what we're supposed to be doing. And it was like the spirit just spoke to us and just said, that's what we're doing. So we headed down that road and, um, we got Andrew in our home after we uh, got licensed and everything. And he came three at three days old and, um, just straight from the hospital to our home. And he stayed with us until he was eight months old. And he then went back to his biological mother We then had our fourth biological child and we moved up to Seattle and she moved down to Louisiana and she had two more and we had one more up there. So we were up to five biological, she was up to three biological. Her kiddos got taken away again and um were put back into care. And Andrew's like, we're like, that's our child. Like he can't go. They wanted to put them in a home. And we're like, he can't go into a home. Like he's not even four yet. What are we like? I don't understand what's happening here. We'll take him. Like we'll adopt him. Um, But we had to move back to Texas to do so because they had, they had also moved back to Texas. And uh, so we moved back and we had a great community here. And so we did foster care here again, like all the foster care training and, Um, got them in our home on his fourth birthday. He was placed with us along with his two siblings. And so at that time we had just had our fifth biological. We got the three of them had just moved across the country. um, Had (laughs) we're living in a rental house, had purchased this house and we're redoing it. Meanwhile, mom had had another child and he came to live with us for a little bit too. And so we were just kind of in chaos mode. And I, I know that's shocking. Um, but we, I, I remember standing against the wall and thinking, like, if I can just make it to bedtime, we'll be okay. Like, I just got to get everybody alive, and then they can go to bed. Like the, that was our standard, and start again pretty, in the morning. <laughs> yes, pretty high bar there, right? Um, but that was early. <laughs> I was like, we just had to keep keep everybody alive, and wow. um, so, so was like, we can't live this way. Like, who can live that way? And so. All The things I wanted to be doing as a mom and um, really wanted to instill with my kiddos, I wasn't doing just because we were living moment to moment. Yeah. And I finally said, like, We got to do something about this. But every book I'd read, everything I would try to research and figure out how to do, didn't really take into account our unique family. Yeah. And so, um, so, yeah, we just had to kind of create our own piece and systems through this try. process. Of a, yeah. yeah needed and um, how we're from
0: overwhelm to overcoming. And you kind of, it it sounds like your life forced you to think I've got to get, I got to move from reactionary to proactive. And how am I going to do that? And it sounds like the Lord inspired you to come up with what you call mama systems. And can you tell us a little bit more about what those are and what you
1: do? Yeah. So um, I, again, our and are crazy. I feel like I got pretty good at creating peace out of chaos. And so I started helping friends do the same thing when their lives got crazy and I really enjoyed it. And so um, from there, I was like, I mean, I could do, do this for a business. So I took on a few other clients, just trying to figure out, do I really want to do this? And I really, really loved it. And so now I get to work with moms and we work with their unique family because the fun thing is, is that no family is the same. So every family is super unique and, um, every family needs like customized systems for their home. And so I get to help coach mamas through that and help find things that work for them and help them eliminate things that drain them and, um, really prioritize the things that give them life and really be intentional with their people and with their time and allow for things that they would like to do as well.
0: I love that so much as a mom of eight who knows overwhelm and knows reactionary behavior and wants and wanted. So my kids are, are grown, which is so weird. It happens so fast. Um, but I, I remember being a lot younger and having young kids and thinking, I just wish someone would come over. I really, I think come over and say, you know, like they do in school, like Mary, you need to do this from this time to this time, you know, kind of give me a little plan And I sort of wish, I mean, I wish I could clone you in a perfect world and put you one of you in every neighborhood, because that's kind of what I wanted. I just wanted someone to sit me down and say, Mary, let's get you as the mom on a schedule and then for your kids, and then your kids will follow suit and be on a schedule. And it took me a while to figure out how to do that. And to remember, and I know this is big for you, that it's all about the bridge, right? I mean, you want to build structure but you want to be flexible like a bridge. So you know that it's all going to go cattywampus anyway, but you've got the structure in place that you can constantly go
1: back to, right? I, I, is that how you feel too? That's yeah. exactly how I feel. Yeah. When I'm trying to explain to people, I'm like, it's not like a rigid schedule. It's not that yeah. we're going, oh, it's 10.59. We need to do X, Y, Z. It's that we have this, we've built this, this structure um, yeah. and this foundation of this rhythm and routine that's like ebbs and flows like the ocean where you know what to expect. Um yeah. but f wave is a little bit different.
0: But you've got something to hang on to and come back to. I love that. I often think about um, Mrs. Incredible in the movie, The Incredibles. Her superpower was flexibility. It was such a nod to all of us, right? Because yes. we know that we're going to be getting in the car and somebody didn't actually wear socks or shoes. And we've got to run back there and get, you know, whatever it is. There's always a little, little storm coming. <laughs> I guess it keeps it interesting. But you do seem to have this spirit of peace about you, which took me a while. And and, and that's one of the reasons I wrote my book, The Pers- pursuit of happiness to try to learn as I was learning how to bring more peace and calm to our homes and what better gift could we give the world than more peaceful calm homes right and our children as well and our children yeah yeah to give that to each other knowing there'll be yeah some inevitable chaos but coming back to center coming back to peace coming back to chaos or less chaos um there are three options that you have. I've noticed one is the master course, right? You've got the, the, the course that you teach, then you've got one-on-one coaching and you've got that ticket system. When we talk about the one-on-one coaching, I noticed that you said, this is my favorite
1: part of all. Can you tell us why that's your favorite part? Yeah, I've made some just incredible friends through it. And I'm, I'm just continually amazed at that I have a hard time not being authentic. like <laughs> sounds like I'm like that's my greatest fault. It's not being authentic.
0: <laughs> I'm and working well, so hard on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: realize authentic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: but I truly like I. I can't help but be vulnerable. Like I'm. If you tell me a story about your life, I'm probably going to cry 15 times and want to come hug you. You know, um, <laughs> like. like... I just, <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, personality, and so I. I've, just being able to form these sweet bonds with these mamas and just to be able to walk with them and through them and they can share things about their family. And um, odds are that we've probably experienced it in our household because we have such a wide range of children and personalities and special needs and all the things. And so um, I think just building those bonds with, with mamas and really helping bring peace to their home. And it's always the simplest things that seem to really just, absolutely shake their world and change their lives of like, you know, I thought that this mattered and it doesn't matter. And you helped me see that. And so those, those relationships are just precious to me.
0: I think that is so beautiful. And part of that, I think, is just that connection. I mean, if we're really honest, sometimes motherhood is lonely, especially of young children. Not that we don't have friends. I, I had, so I was blessed with many friends when my kids were young, but there's still something about, Doing all of the things, the laundry and the la da 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 da, and the husband is sometimes away or he's doing something else, and it, we're just we're just doing the best we can, and it's hard sometimes. And having a connection with someone like you that they can talk to, and and you know even just the connection piece is so valuable, ladies. I hope you check this lady out because Laura Hernandez, MamaSystems dot net, right? Yes, net. yeah, I would check it out because. That connection is so valuable. That mentorship is so valuable. These women who have been through it and have lived to tell the tale have something to offer, something so valuable to offer to moms just coming up in this um even more challenging world than the ones that we raised our youngest kids in, our oldest kids in that are now older. So thank you for that. Uh You also have some resources. Well, let's go back to actually some of the original things. So we talked about the course they can take. We talked about... um Your favorite part, the coaching, which I think is so cool. I think that's my favorite too. And then you talked about this really cool thing that I wish I'd had when my kids were little this ticketing
1: system. Can you tell us about that? Yes. So it's kind of um, the most revolutionary thing in the world, I believe, because (laughs) at the end of the day, our kids are like begging to help around the house and like wanting, like kind of fighting over who's going to help or who's going to do what. Oh, (laughs) boy. I know two of my kids were fighting over who was going to do the bathrooms the other day. And I was like, guys. I just, I know. I was you. um, did but you I, use a magic spell. <laughs> I did not do that. Um, we had just figured out that our kids are willing to work for the things that they want and they often want screen time, but I don't want them to be in front of screens all the time. And so I want to limit that. And I want that to be an earned privilege. Like I don't want them to think that's a right and feel entitled to it. Um, And then also with like things that they want to buy and stuff. But for us, it typically comes back to screens. Like our boys love Xbox, and so they want to play Xbox all the time. And so to kind of limit that, and also teach them how to work hard for something, and that everything doesn't just get handed to you. You don't get to just do Xbox anytime you want because you want to. Like that's not how life works. And so we've created this ticket system that they have to earn tickets to be able to play Xbox. And so that will look like a a myriad of things but um i mentioned cleaning the bathrooms doing dishes um and they have their typical jobs as well so they have to help unload dishes no matter what but if there's a pile of dishes in the sink i'll say hey you get a ticket if you rinse and load all of these and hand wash these guys over here um they'll do yard work they'll do i mean they'll do really hard things to Get what they want, and it's kind of a beautiful thing since we have to work really hard to get what we want in life, Absolutely. and so it's really taught them that it's also taught them how to take initiative because they just have more of an eye for things that need to be done and are more willing to help with that. I'm not yeah, sure because they're looking, they're looking related, but they, it, it, that's how it has come about and worked in our family. Oh, I think that is
0: so beautiful. I love that they take initiative and look for things because they know there's a reward attached to this. So maybe I could create some job. Maybe I could create a job for myself. You know, maybe I could figure out another way to get another ticket. Um, That is a beautiful life skill. I mean, that will help them in their future careers and future parenting of their own. and And also the structure that you've created creates that beautiful, delicious feeling of safety. Kids thrive on routine. They thrive on knowing what's coming. They thrive on having... Walls, sort of metaphorical walls, in place where they they can feel safe, and and this sort of thing creates that. I love that. Um, you also have some special needs kids, and you offer resources for that too. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yes. So I've really become passionate about this recently because I feel like, you know, definitely being a mom is hard at times, and there's always something, and there's you know, but I feel like with special needs kids, it's just a little more intense than your average mom. And so I have found that a lot of special needs moms feel very isolated, very alone. Um, They don't have help and there is help out there, but nobody's telling you about the help. So an example would be that our, so our three that we adopted all have fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And this was, I mean, for us, it's not one of those um, disorders that you can like, Oh, your child has down syndrome or, Oh, whatever, like they don't, they look normal, which Mm -hmm. is really hard because they're, they're not, they're not typical children. And so people expect things of them and they don't perform correctly. And, um, there's just a lot, that's a whole nother topic. So if there's other, any foster families out there, any adoptive families that want to talk about that or curious about that, I would love to talk to you because, um, one out of 20 kids in the U S have some form of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Wow. 70% of the kids in foster care have some form of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. Wow. Well, wow. so there are face, facial features for FAS, which is just fetal alcohol syndrome. But only 8% of the of the kids who have FASD actually have the facial features. And wow. so you could be dealing with a kid and be dealing with these behaviors and have no idea what you're dealing with because nobody is educated on it. Nobody knows. And it is beyond frustrating trying to figure out like just going to doctor to doctor and then saying, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm stumped. I've never seen this before, or I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't, I, I don't know. Just over and over again, just having nobody knowing what they're talking about. And then nobody saying like, Oh, your child has this. Let me tell you about some resources that are here in Texas. You can go. Da, 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 da. Nobody does that. And so you have to do all of the like work by yourself. And it's such a lonely road and it doesn't need to be, and it doesn't need to be that hard to find. Services And it doesn't need to be that hard to find help. And so I just wanted to fill that void because I'm like, there there should be no reason why every family in Texas who has an adopted child or even a foster child or even just a child with FASD should know about these resources. Um, So like our kids get 40 hours, each of them get 40 hours of help a week in our home. That's life changing. I mean, it's life changing. And why is nobody shouting this from the mountaintops? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. And so I really just want to come alongside mamas and help them find every possible resource, every form of respite, every everything that they possibly can have. Um, I couldn't
0: possibly agree more. And a shout out to the U.S. government, who's not necessarily listening to this. But I remember having, I won't go into it here, but concerns for someone. And yes, the phone calls were sort of brick walls. And where is that? I mean, my thought was, if, if a person is trying to help struggling children in the system, then maybe everyone should make it as easy as possible, because it's not like we have to be foster parents. Like we don't, no one has to say, you know, you're assigned this job. No, you chose it. And you're trying to do something to help these kids. Then, Let's help the people who are helping those kids. That's the right thing to do. So thank you for addressing that and, and, be, and being a voice for all of us, many of us who felt that way. I mean, that's just absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, you also love homeschooling and you have done a lot of that. I can imagine during the pandemic, you got a lot of contact. <laughs> like, help yes. me do this, but that is also something you fit into your systems. Do you want to talk about
1: homeschooling for just a second? Yeah, um so we homeschool. We homeschool several of our children. Um several go to public school. So, four are in public school, the rest are homeschool. And I really love learning with my kids. I love just all the new material, I love watching them learn. I love things sparking in their brains and them seeing things click and fall in love with reading and all of those things. And so we've just kind of made that a priority in our home. And I don't know if this will always be the case, but it's the case right now and we uh, just make it a part of our lives. So our morning time is kind of homeschool time and most of our kids are really independent and like our little buddy, it takes like 30 minutes now to do school because he's just in kindergarten but um, it's always one of my favorite favorite things to be able to learn with my kids and to go deeper and I love history and I love I love learning Latin and all of the things and so it's just been really fun to to learn alongside them.
0: Well, Laura, if you can do that, homeschooling with 10 children, three of which have special needs, anyone, mamas, any anyone can probably make this effort. And if that's what they really want to do and they don't know how to do it, um, they could contact you. So tell us more about where you can be contacted for more information.
1: Yeah. So I do want to tell you that I have a special like a free um, self-care guide for your audience. And so I'm going to, I'll send you the link for that and maybe you could put it in your show notes, but um, you can find me at mamasystems.net and then on Instagram and Facebook at Mamasystems. I love that. Thank you for touching on one last
0: thing, a little bonus portion here. You do talk about the importance of self-care and I can't um, agree with you more wholeheartedly because if we are not a full picture. How can we pour out onto all these people that need us? Can you talk for just a minute about self-care and why you love that so much?
1: Um, Well, I think I'm, I'm continually using the picture analogy because I, I just, I could not agree more that that's like, that's it. Like our family cannot run smoothly. If I'm worn down, if I'm being short, if I have no, um, Can you hear this boys in there? No, I can't hear them all. Don't, don't worry about it. it. But even if we did, <laughs> we're all moms. <laughs> oh we get it. I don't know what they're yelling about, but they're yelling about something. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So yes, yeah, self-care. If we, if we are not taking care of ourselves, like physically, mentally, spiritually, like we have nothing to give.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's just as simple as that. And so yeah. we need to make sure that we're filling up our own cups, that we're taking care of ourselves. And healing things in our body and healing things in our mind, um, so that we can show up as the best mama for our kiddos. Totally. And can I add to, I, I have, when I have more in the tank,
0: I can offer more to my husband who can then be such a blessing to my kids as well. So filling him helps my kids. So agreed. High five on all of this, Laura. Thank you so much for coming today. We appreciate you. Um, uh, friends check her out if you can at, at uh, dot net at mamasystems.net. And hopefully we'll get to talk to you again sometime and best wishes. Thanks again from everybody here at Moms Meet World. Bye. Bye, thank you.